and we live. We hit. <laughs> we should have used that 30 second countdown video. It's not. Oh, it is in this uh, this one. Yeah, we should have for sure. Um, yeah, instead of just being like we're live and everybody's like awkwardly like, hey, hey guys, hey six people that watch this. <laughs> Hope you're ready to talk about video games and stuff. Yeah, right? Now that all of our day jobs have returned, it's gotten a lot harder to find time to do this, and it's like, yeah. challenge accepted. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll carve a moment. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what we're doing today. We're doing all of our video game stuff on one day, because we're yep. playing NHL 20 tonight. That's right. Ready. I'm so, I'm so excited. We're going to... I'm so excited to play six on six, yeah, so that we have a couple hockey. of computer teammates or good human teammates. Right. When so I that, like, when one of us does something stupid, <laughs> when we get straight like, roasted at the offensive blue line, it's not right. a breakaway well, every time. <laughs> exactly. We're not. We're not like okay. Well, if one of us is committing the stripping penalty. <laughs> well, there will be plenty of that too. But <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. I can't. I can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> On that note, welcome in to the DNVR Gaming Podcast presented by WGT Golf. You can download it totally for free at dnvrgolf.com. Whole lot of fun. Over 20 million people in the world playing it. And that's not just the DNVR community, but it's most the D- mostly the DNVR community. We have had to create a third country club. You got to come join us. You can play closest to the hole or full stroke play on world famous golf courses including Bethpage, Black, St. Andrews and more. You can challenge any one of us if you'd like to, you know win. Uh, you can challenge Harrison Wynn or Patrick Lyons if you'd like to take on a bit of a challenge those guys have got it going on. Rudo you, you've had some some better showings and we're learning now that maybe you're, you're a golfer and we just didn't know it. Solid top five last weekend baby. Yeah. That's like It's funny I take credit for that because I talked all that shit to you on the abs pod about how I was going to beat you. And then you had a top five showing and I forgot to do it. <laughs> you saw that top five and was like, oh, no, it was like, it was like Sunday at 10 o'clock and I was like, Oh, WGT. And then I went to it and it was like tournament close. And I was like, all right. Uh, well, Sad day. I'm an idiot. Uh well, if you want to make sure you don't miss them, we do have them on the weekends. You got to get there before late on Sunday. But tournaments, I think we're doing them every weekend now. Join the country club, as I said. A lot of fun. Totally I, for free. the record, do not know what this weekend's is at all. Uh, for whatever reason, I went from being a part of that conversation to now I just do what I'm told. <laughs> I prefer being in, on that side of the conversation, if I'm, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the part I enjoy. Hey! On today's episode of the Gaming Pod, we wanted to talk about with, you know, with sports returning, as AJ was saying, you know, our day jobs are coming back. We are recording this on the eve of the home opener for the Colorado Rockies. The Avalanche and Nuggets are getting ready to kick off again. Kick off. Why would I use a football term? I was doing so well and I used football terminology when it's the only sport that's not going on. Um, but we're all very yeah. excited for the return of sports and literally it's have a hockey thinking... game going on right now on yeah. my other monitor so oh, if so you see so me funny. constantly looking that way that's all it is don't it's, worry it's just because there's hockey um and i i've been doing the same with baseball of course and it's got me kind of nostalgic we've been talking a lot about home openers from years past on 
you know, some of the sports pods and stuff. But it got me thinking, you know, what is the video game version of opening day? And of course, it's the big release of that game that you have been anticipating for weeks, months, in the case of the last couple of Final Fantasy games, nearly a decade. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sometimes more, depending on, you know, how far you go back. And then that day comes. Sometimes it's the release of a new system. And so we wanted to talk about some of our just personal stories of times we've really been anticipating something coming out and then get into the evolution, how it's changed over the years. It's, it's not quite the same, uh, a big release these days as it used to be, especially since, you know, the majority of games are bought digitally now. Yeah. But uh, let's begin. Uh, Ruto, I'll start with you this time. Uh, why don't, since you said, we're, we're going to build toward the other stuff, but I, I want to throw it to you for, for a, a, a rough one here. Well, we'll see how it goes, but just a memorable time. You were just excited for a video game thing to happen. Yeah. It's the big one that jumps out. Uh, so the, the one immediately for me is the release of the Xbox 360. Um, I don't have an insane story like some of the people who did back then who talked about, like, you know, pre-orders were not as big of a thing. So people, like, literally lined up outside stores and, like, fought each other for Xboxes. Uh, which was insane. I didn't have anything like that. Not just Xboxes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> follow up story to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is going to be a better pod than I realized already. Black Friday getting into stuff here. like. <laughs> but either way, uh, I didn't have a story like that, but this was when I was relatively young, and I convinced my parents that we sh- should get an Xbox 360 right away. And so I was, like, super hyped about it, and they were like, all right, you're going to get an Xbox 360, but we're not going to buy you any games right away. And so we ended up getting it, it, which was awesome. We went to the midnight thing and and got one and we had it and we got to play on it. But the only game, and this was like at the, if you're, if you don't know the Xbox 360 had like a digital store, but this was very, very early iterations of that. It's nothing like it is today. So you could buy some games, but not really. And it came with this one free game called Hexic. And if you've ever played it, you know exactly what it is. And if you've never played it, it don't. <laughs> All right. So I won't. It. I ended up like pumping like thirty or forty hours into this very simple, basic. It, it's not a, something akin to like Candy Crush level of gameplay here. It, it, not something particularly complex and getting all these like Xbox 360 achievements on this game, which was fun in some ways, but extremely disappointing as well. Having yeah. like the initial hype of the Xbox 360 didn't live up to it. Obviously, I went on to love that console with all the Halo games and, and everything, but maybe my first lesson in saying do you really need this on at 12.01 on opening night of the game? I don't know. <laughs> well, and, and console launches are such a different animal than game launches yeah, because true. like game launches, you're after that game, right? Yeah. A console, you're like, okay, well, what are the games that I get to play on it on day one as well? Because the only console that I ever stood in line for was the GameCube. And we, my friend David and I called all around Katie looking for a place that had GameCubes that they were selling. And we came across like the last Kmart on earth. 
<laughs> and they said that they would have like they, they said that they would have five of them. And so we lined up. We uh, we got our uh, my dad. He slept over at my house. My dad got up 6 a.m. and took us to Kmart and we lined up for a seven o'clock opening thinking an hour would be fine. Right. <laughs> and we, we were fine. Uh, they actually had seven of them. And we were number we were numbers four and five. Nice. And oof, let me tell you, the people that showed up after seven were heated. I believe that. And not just because it was Texas in the summer, but because <laughs> they were upset that they were not getting a GameCube. And all I bought on the day that uh, uh, that, that it came out was NHL hits. That was it. I was. Uh, that was like all I bought for like six it's months of that. Needed. Yeah, you picked a good game for that one. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like it did. That's yeah. I hadn't even I hadn't thought about that console launch in years until you started talking about the 360. And that's that's the only time I've ever lined up for a console. Otherwise, with consoles, when I was when I was younger, uh, I was just a sports gamer, so I didn't need a console right away. And then uh, as I got older, I got smarter and was like. Day one consoles are not. You're just asking for trouble. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I say that as somebody who behind me, I have an Xbox One day one. Yeah. Oh, Sitting right. there. I didn't buy it. So it was like, whatever. But it's it's just funny that I have it sitting there. Because I'm like, nowadays you, you get one. You still buy it, but you like you're pressing the button, you're like, this is a mistake. <laughs> right. I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm doing this. I've um, never I've never had enough money as an adult to knowingly do that. Like <laughs> to just be like, This I'm is not- stupid. Swipe. Yeah, I, never, never done that. Never been able to do that as an adult. Actually, I never have either, except for maybe, and this is a weird, I'm not this is, I promise this wasn't a flex, but just because it's relevant, maybe now is the first time in my life I've reached that point. And I'm literally yeah. weighing this exact decision as we approach the new generation of consoles. I just had yesterday probably a 30 or 45 minute long conversation with my girlfriend about like, do we need a PlayStation 5 day one? And a lot of it's because we got a PS4 so early on and it's about to crap out that we're like, well, we need a replacement. And it's the only thing. And now yeah. we're doing this dance. How much is it going to be? And we know there's going to be launch issues. So I'll see your Kmart and raise you a Circuit City. Uh, my one standing in line story comes for the PlayStation 2. And there was a unique uh, strangeness. I remember being really excited when I was very young that we got the Super Nintendo. But I think that was more of a thing for my brother. So I'm not counting that for me. He can claim Super Nintendo as his yeah, we got, opening day. We got to get Ira to come on here. Yeah, we, we will. We will for sure. That'll be fun. Uh, he has he, crap uh, internet. <laughs> he, keeps, he, keeps, he keeps showing up on my Facebook because he knows people that I know separately. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. You guys have a lot of very strange connections. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, as we've learned uh, yeah. over the last few months, yes. Uh, but so very similar, almost the exact same story to yours, AJ, with the GameCube. I remember it would. So the, the PS2 launched right around the time of my birthday that year. I was in eighth grade. And I remember the big thing was like they were only releasing like a couple hundred thousand that day and then nothing else until Christmas time. So it was either get one at the end of October or Christmas Day. And that's basically the, the only time you could get it. So we drove around and we found a long line out of a circuit city. And I was something like six out of nine people that 
they had in, I think Dynasty Warriors was like the only, again, because launch titles are typically crap. And I just wanted to be the one kid in eighth grade at my middle school who had a PlayStation 2. And I was, and I was very proud of that. Uh, but uh, there were other games on there that were, I think I got one or two early launch. There was like a fireworks, what was that fireworks game on the PS2? That, like, it was so stupid. It's kind of come back a little bit as like a cheapo $1.99 thing that you can buy. But it was like a... I didn't own a PS2. I feel like you're just thinking of the PS2 startup screen with the like (laughs) colors rotating around. Uh, Maybe, but no, no, there was there was definitely a a really cheap little fireworks game. PS1, by the way, had the best intro screen of all time of those types of things. (laughs) Although GameCube was pretty dope, and GameCube was an underrated console. It was called Fantavision. Fantavision, straight up. You got it. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I, I had that. Did you game. just Google PS2 fireworks game? That's exactly what I Let's <laughs> <laughs> go, baby. Uh, yeah. no, I, uh, the way that Chad is talking about PS2 and PS1 intro sounds is how I feel about the GameCube. The that's the only one that sticks with me. Yeah. I can't even yeah. do it. But yeah. Well, and like, and then like the cube on like yeah, turning itself into the into the G, and then like the middle, yeah, yeah. The the whole like design of it is it's so cool. If we ever make a DNVR video that cool, I'll be happy. <laughs> right, <laughs> just that little intro, man. But uh, that was a, that was a golden era of gaming. All those systems. I even like the Dreamcast. I had a Dreamcast for a little while. And I had a friend who had a Dreamcast, and boy, that system was so far ahead of its time. Yeah. yeah, it really was. Which you is look it's back crazy on it that and it's it like the one that died. Like, how did this fail? Look at all the features it had. It's, yeah. and its, it's like, controller oh. was basically the original Xbox controller before yeah. the yeah. Xbox controller. Except but, you could you could put the thing in the middle of it, yeah. and you could like what you could like raise the little the little dudes out of them. Yeah. and it was ah, uh, I yeah, I had a good time with this. Yeah. <laughs> so. Now, a couple of uh, questions coming in here, just real quick before we get it as we're switching topics here. Henry's saying uh, the Xbox Gaming Showcase last week was a B plus for me. I watched uh, a little bit of it. Did you guys check it out? What'd you think? Uh, I enjoy Halo thing. I'm just I'm a mark for Halo, so I enjoyed it. It was very Halo centric. Straight up, uh, totally. It's <laughs> yeah. a, good, a great way to put it. I'm a mark for Halo too. Absolutely. So I'm. Okay. I'm. So we all enjoyed ourselves. Yeah. Like, well, it's like, oh, cool. Halo, Halo Infinite. Excited for it. I want to see it. Um, for me, I hate the battle royale thing that is going through all these games right now. So the idea that Halo Infinite is just like, meh, death match. Right, I'm like, yeah, yeah be who you are. Give me be back, who Mary. you are. <laughs> Uh, also, Utes Avs fan, I think we all agree. We all miss the N64. I mean, you can still yeah. play the N64 Project if you Ultimate, want. Baby. Oh, man. Mario Mario Party. I, I tell you. Those were the days. <laughs> you know, it's a lot easier to just go on Amazon and buy a, a joystick now. Getting replacement joysticks back then was yeah. significantly harder. <laughs> so you had to pick your spots with Mario Party. Once you broke one of them and you figured out not only that, but wear gloves. So I Because don't know otherwise that will cut up oh, your palms. More than, more than once, the big blister in the middle of your palm. Yeah, yeah. straight up. Wear that's gloves. That's the only way to... Tip, man. <laughs> you got you to get equipment I, I, for Mario Party. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And friends. 
there's the yeah. video games cause violence debate, right? There's like video games don't cause violence, and then there's Mario Party. Oh no, see <laughs> that's a whole there are yeah. there are games. <laughs> uh so there was a game on I believe it was on the Wii called Dokapon Kingdom. That was the ultimate friendship tester. Yeah. <laughs> that game that game was like Mario Party on all of the good drugs. <laughs> so I think somehow I got I got like a VHS cassette in the mail that was a promo tape for the N64 before what? it came out. What? I have no idea if this thing still exists, but I can remember the guy showing the controller and explaining when you go this way and you tilt it just slightly, Mario will begin to walk. If you go a little bit further, he'll start to run. And my brain exploding as the guy explained that. So I don't think I got the N64 launch because I don't think we had the money for it. But I remember being super hyped for that uh, ahead of time for sure. Yeah, I went to a friend's house and they were playing um, Mario 64. And I I was just watching it and I was like, what the F is this? <laughs> and And then... Eventually, of course, when when I got for Christmas, and they got I got um, oh my gosh, I got a racing game, and then I got Wave Rally. That's it. That was it. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, I got uh, Wave Race, and I got Mario sixty four. Yeah, and it was like great games. What a haul! Like looking back on it, like what a haul. Yeah. Uh, and and Mario sixty four became my favorite game of all time. So and to this day, it's still number one. Yeah. Sorry, Mass Effect Two. <laughs> Apologies. Uh, Which so, was one of my great uh, release day stories. Too. I was going to say, why don't you just get us into that then? Let's do yeah. individual games. That was an actual good one because they're good and bad, right? The Mass Effect Two. I didn't actually. I didn't stand in line or anything because I was working uh, night audit in a hotel, so I had to work. I had to be at work at 10 p.m., so I could not be standing in line at midnight somewhere else, although I definitely, definitely tried. I 100% tried to bribe my coworker to be like, look, you can go home, just come back for 20 minutes while I go to Best Buy and pick it up. Just, and it was a no-go. So I had to I had to get an Amazon release day shipping when they were still doing that, and that was it was still like a thing that cost money, and it was whatever, right? And so I got off work. And I drank so much Mountain Dew to, to stay up because I didn't know when release day shipping was. I didn't. It didn't tell you what what time of day. So gonna get here. Yeah. I I was like, it's gonna get here at ten o'clock in the morning, and I will have slept all day, and I'm not gonna because I had taken the rest of the week off after that day, just so obviously so I can play basketball. Right, right, right. Come on. Right. And so I ended up. I I ended up staying up. And I finally crashed at like 11. And then the person that I was living with at the time knocked on my door and was like, it was like 11, 1130. And they were like, hey, you have a package. And I sprang up out of bed <laughs> and was like, as like mobile as I've ever been in my entire life. Like I was rose like, with such a client. Oh my gosh. It was like, I look like Mario jumping around in my room. Like I just boom. And opened up the door and was like, oh, my God. And then I opened it because, of course, I got, like, special edition and 
all the stuff, right? And so I'm like opening it and I'm like starting to get emotional because I'm like, oh my God, here we go. And then it was like, oh, I get to put these three discs in and install this for the next 45 minutes. Well, I guess, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Like, cool, cool. <laughs> it's whatever. Like, I'm cool. I'm up. I'm it up. It's amazing up. how that has changed our opening like, day release experience, right? Like, like here these, we go. Here we go. Oh, this, right. These 45 minutes, I will spend going to the gas station and getting more Mountain Dew because I drank it all. Has it, has it changed our, our experience, really? Because these days, instead, it's a 50 gigabyte day one patch. When we were trying to play NHL, like yeah. I, I get, I get my PlayStation, I set it up, I put the game in, and er, er, I load it up. Right, I haven't gotten the game. I got to Okay, great. I got to download the game. Great. I have downloaded the game. Now I have to install the game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. I the game has been out for a year. I have updates. Great. Okay. So now I have updates. I get into the game. Now I have to log in with an email address that they have to attach to EA. Okay, great. I do all this stuff. I have a previous one. Can I get my password? Oh, I've got all this other all this other nonsense, now, right? Now create your profile and your character. And, and now and now you got to create your character. And now you got to do and it's just like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, like, yeah. oh my god, dude. I did not I did not expect that this like I love Animal Crossing. All that game is is virtual errands. This is worse. It was like a checklist. Yep. And that's all it is. You're just sitting there. You're just inputting information. And I'm like, dude, God, I I understand you're going to steal my data. Eventually, someday, this is going to leak to something. Somebody's <laughs> going to have to get my credit card. I'm going to have to cancel it. Like, I have accepted that I am screwed in this situation. I get it. Can we hurry this process up? Burnout 3 is the best racing game ever made, by the way. You know, my... Need for Speed Underground was when it, racing games peaked for me personally. Underground Two was very, very, very good. Extreme yeah, G, that was the way. one. That was that was Extreme G. Right. Now you're throwing it back a little bit. Yeah, Extreme G is is underrated. Road Big Mario Kart fan, but those are and, and Gran Turismo should always be shout out. It's it's good. I like. Gran There's Turismo. a big difference between racing games and kart racers. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah totally. Yeah, because like Diddy yeah, Kong Racing separate. is great. Uh, yeah. Mario Kart Eight is a masterpiece. It's so polished and perfect. But Twisted right, metal. like there's even <laughs> Twisted. oh, Twisted Metal, Twisted, remember, Twisted remember Metal, Twisted Metal, Twisted Metal was like a that was Why like a race a to new... your life, not an actual yeah. race. That was <laughs> that was car combat. Uh, Pete, I see your question here. We did a, a full review of Animal Crossing New Horizons a, a few podcasts ago, so I highly recommend uh, you subscribe or you go on there to the website and you, you find that one because we went we went whole whole hard into that one uh, yeah. for you. So getting us back on topic here uh, with the actual uh, release, the yeah. releases of, of games, Rudo. What what is your uh, Mass Effect? Well, was that Mass Effect three? You said AJ two. for that one, or just that two. was for two? I love two so much. I'm a, I have such a soft spot for those middle um, in-between stories that don't finish and leave you feeling well, just half it's, empty. And it's like, not it's not uncommon. Metal Gear Solid 2 is another like, one of my... Halo 2, I love them so the, much. The first one sets it up, right? Like, the first one is the bad game of the series, but it's good enough to make you love it and get excited for 2. 2, they take all the shit that they did poorly in the first one and master it, yeah. and then 3 finishes the story and it either ruins it or or extends it out and it's yeah. just like okay now this is part of a much larger franchise as like right. was the case with halo right. and it's just like okay but yeah. two is always the purest of them yeah yeah uh, i 
I'm going to go with the number two as well. Um, I hate to be a Debbie Downer here and, shit. and also go back to the well, but I'm about to do both to you with the first World of Warcraft expansion, the Burning Crusade. Cool. Um, got it on release day. It kind of like AJ. I, I went to an actual store, but I didn't go at midnight, but it was on release day. Same same type of deal. Five discs to install this expansion to a game that was already completely on my hard drive. So I had to add all of that, get it, get it all loaded up, and be aware the servers for this game had been up for like six, seven, eight hours at this point. Game was unplayable. Didn't you could not actually play the game. Every single person was running in place. You'd try and attack something and it just wouldn't attack or if it did attack nothing would happen and you'd stand there for two minutes and then you'd suddenly be dead (laughs) that sounds like a whole lot of fun to play so and it was probably like this for at least the first 24 hours maybe the first 48 hours before they got a patch out that was like stable enough to make the game playable and while it was an awful experience and I had much regret at the time I feel like it had has well prepared me for life today where if I download a game, I just don't even expect it to work if it's new. <laughs> there, There is something to be said for high-profile video game failures where you were so excited and all that happened is your soul just got crushed like a little can. Yep. Like, there's something to be said for it because when you live through them, man, they just it, change you in a way. It teaches you some hard life lessons. Straight up. Right. Like, it's it, it doesn't totally prepare you for the first time a girl breaks your heart, but it feels a lot like... <laughs> It like the night she smashes your heart into a, fillion, a billion pieces. It feels a lot like you're when like, that game oh, I've, lets you I've down. I've been here before. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're like, yeah. you know what? I can draw on this pain. I'm, I'm, I've, I understand this feeling. Okay. You know, it's funny as you guys were saying. I was trying to think because most of mine have worked have worked out, and that's just mostly been luck. But I was trying to think what's the the biggest horror story, the most excited I've ever been for one, and it brings a conversation we. Uh, we were having earlier full circle. It was the Sega game for the Dreamcast, and that's the reason that system didn't succeed because it had a lot of great games. But uh, that that uh, Sonic game, that that release, uh, that first Sonic Sega Dreamcast game for the, the like Sega coming into the or Sonic coming into the world of of 3D, and it was like this. Uh, well, and like, wasn't that the game where you went, you played a bunch of different characters? Like, you played some like yeah. random ass robot, and you're like running around, and it's like, yeah. So this and, is and sort of like a Sonic game in name only. You like, do a lot of walking around and talking to people. It's like I wanted to run fast. There right. was one requirement to this game. <laughs> that was well, and for a whole different conversation. That was just a game that never translated to 3D because the whole point of it was speed running (laughs) right and like while speed was something that was part of mario the real part of mario was just the platforming yeah and the 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 thing that made sonic different was its speed and then when you got into 3d it turns out platforming translated and speed was speed was was a great way to die and you were just like wow this is really frustrating (laughs) yep that was a big bummer (laughs) obviously uh the the big one for me no surprise to anybody was Final Fantasy VII. Uh, that was the one we were just most excited about to go and Another get multi disc um, game. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, multi disc game. 
We actually, this was something where uh, my brother was in high school and I was in middle school. And he and he was like such a good student and just generally good person and all of that crap. It's annoying, but like, for him. yeah, uh, he like anti shout out, out at him. lunch. At, I know, right? And like, um, I think he may have missed a class or at least ran out at lunch or something like that at school. A class, and uh, he may have missed a class to go out during the day and buy a PlayStation so that we could also the the release day of Final Fantasy VII pick that up. Uh, brought it home. We actually snuck it into the house because we didn't want our parents to know that he had gone out and bought video games in the middle of a school day uh, <laughs> and that we had spent like however much money on just to play this one game that we had basically right that we had basically just spent 450 500 bucks to play one game uh, and uh, plugged it in and, and we, we were downstairs and we had like a basement set up in our room in the house and uh, just Played all night, got so far through that game in the first in it. And it was the first time we were, you know, we were talking about the intro sounds before. And I can just remember being there and the PlayStation sound came up and the logo and that noise and it filled the room and you felt like you had entered the future of gaming. And then just one screen, the Final Fantasy VII logo with the sword, new game, click, and it started. Like, imagine that. Imagine a gaming <laughs> existence. It just uh, works. And it was just exactly the game that it was. And then, you know, uh, it, it like for many people out there, it changed our lives. It changed the way we thought about video games. It changed the way we thought about the art that we engaged with. Uh, it was it was as, as satisfying as any experience where I've been incredibly hyped for something because I'd already played Final Fantasy VI and, and Chrono Trigger and four. So I was into the idea. This was a thing I wanted. And then that it delivered so totally and ended up becoming a staple of the industry and it blew us away. So that's obviously my big like opening and day release. It's kind like, of, that was so much fun. It is a little bit like sports, right? You you still show up for the opening day game. You still you still show up, you know, you know ninety-five percent of the time it's gonna be disappointment. But right. you're you're fishing for that one time that it isn't. <laughs> right. I mean, isn't right. that it's not just gaming as a whole. Like yeah, you, you buy you buy twenty games a year, and if you get like two that are really good, really yeah. good ones, you're satisfied. Yeah. And the other eighteen, you just hope you didn't waste time on. You're like, hey, I because I mean I I play a lot of games where it's just like I enjoyed it's that. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was worth my time, and I moved on. And it's like, of course, I've had two games in the last year that have. I have over 300 hours played on and just dominated my life between Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing. But it's like, I mean, that's just Nintendo. When Nintendo decides that they're going to drop the hammer on you, you know. You come around and... Yeah. Just, you just, all right. You know, you just let that happen. Honestly, it's I think so. Yeah. Uh, but that's like disappointing games. You know, Blizzard is the master at that. Because yours, I mean, your disappointing game release story is Burning Crusade. Mine, I took off, I took vacation time, I took 10 days off, flew across the country to Tennessee, uh, where my best friend was living at the time, and went to a store at midnight, stood in line for Diablo 3. And it was awesome. There was some other game that was also coming out that night. I don't remember what it was. It was garbage. I, I, I think it was a Max Payne game. 
I think the third Max Payne or yeah, fourth Max Payne or I think something. It was, yeah. I think it was the last Max Payne game, but I'm not 100% sure on that. That's just what I have stuck in my head. But anyway, it was a game that ultimately ended up, it did not matter. And <laughs> D3 came out and we got home and I had I had brought my computer with me and uh, he had his computer and we had set up all these computers because he had his brothers and everything. We were all going to play Diablo together. And we had set up all these computers in, a, in his big ass room in his house and go, we install it, go to do it, servers are down. Yep. Yeah. And they, there was some error code that had, that, that, that was plaguing everybody trying to play that game. We did not, we were able to get in uh, one time in our first like three hours of just. Jesus. All we did was try this thing and read the forums to see what the hell was going on, right? And we got in one time, we got to look at the character creator, and we were going through all this. Of course, we were all diehard Diablo people that were just, that we had devoured every piece of information in the run-up to this release. We already knew what characters we were making yeah. first. Yeah, We already knew. We knew we knew what gender they were. We knew which character class we wanted. We knew what their names were going to be. These were going to be our mains. Like, this was it. We were totally prepared. So it was only a minor victory that we got to, like, click around in the game for a minute. And then we went to create character. The opening cinematic worked. And it was like, oh, my God, this is it. And then it crashed for all of us. And we didn't, yeah. we did not get back in until almost 30 hours after the game had actually Jesus. officially dropped. It was insanity. And then, and then it was just like, Oh, they fixed it. And then we spent days yep. beating oh, that yeah. game and how slow it was and how shitty it was. Like release Diablo three was so bad. It was so bad. You go when you play Diablo 3 today, and it is awesome. It's so good, and it's so fun, and it's so rewarding, and it's such a challenge. And it's, ah, I love it. It's so much fun. It's exactly what an ARPG should feel like. But boy, did it take time to get there. Yeah. It didn't, nothing about it. Even when we got to play, nothing about it felt good. And that's, that's just kind of a reality of games these days, right? Like, almost every game is significantly better at the end of its life cycle. And in some cases, like not even recognizable to the game. I mean, go go look at no out. man's sky right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. People yeah. love, I, I've never played it, but people, people love that game now. And after one of the, one of the great disappointing releases, yeah. now it's super fun. People are really into it. Yeah. It, which I mean, honestly, that's like, kind of the surprise case right the 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 old nintendo saying is uh a game that's bad on release is bad forever but a delayed game is eventually good no man's sky is the (laughs) rule a little bit when you're a company that doesn't support your games online that makes Uh, perfect sense for you to feel that way yeah but even now there's and look at the support they've given smash brothers ultimate and even new horizons is on like its third big content patch since it came out yeah, yeah. I think there there are pluses and minuses to that too. A lot of people are unhappy about the release of of fifteen, and and they had to patch a bunch of stuff. And uh, you know, I never thought it was that bad, but it, it is, is frustrating. A, it's a different game, though. It's like you were saying, like you you go and play 
like I think it's called the Royal Edition, right? And they all do this too, where it's like a, a year and a half or two years after the game was released. Now you buy the complete version of yeah. the game for thirty yeah. bucks when the full game was fifty bucks when it first came out or whatever it is, you know. Right. Uh, well, I, and now it functions way better, and it's kind of like, ugh, on man. <laughs> I mean, I have Dragon Quest Eleven, the definitive edition. Right. What were the first three? Yeah. Right. But at the same time, I, I, I agree with what AJ is saying. Like, it's better than it's better than if a game is released and has issues. You, there's nothing you can do about it. Well, um, I mean, the modern the modern thing to do is if you're releasing a game with issues, say this is not the official release. We're releasing this in beta. Help us test it and fix it. Right. Yeah, the whole the whole early access thing that Steam started just started giving companies excuses. And I thought it was a really cool idea because it was like, oh, the fans can be a part of the development process. They can tell the developers, hey, we want you guys to head in this direction with the game with the game that already exists. Here's how you can make it better. Here's how you can cater it to us. And all it did was encourage a bunch yeah. of developers to release fifty percent games. games. Where people buy them and they're like, wow, this is shitty. And they never play them again. Yeah. And the whole purpose just gets lost along the yeah. way. The concept right. great. The execution. Right. You need a dedicated group of people who understand that they are beta testers. Oh, yep. And they're not fly by, hey, I'm buying this because it's on sale for four bucks, people. Right. You know, you need people. You need. You, well, and that's that's just the QA process. That's all this is. You're outsourcing your QA to your fan base, basically. Yeah, exactly. You're asking them to pay to pay you money to be part of the QA process, and it's like, look, if you're a dedicated person to, and you want to be a part of that process, all good, dude. Have at it. Go ham. Sure. But, but if you're if if, yeah. if that's not the case, dude, pump the brakes. Yeah, yeah. release release the game when it's done, please. Stop and because like the the ability to update meant that developers were cutting corners to try and make deadlines. De- yeah, like. to make release deadlines. And because, hey, pushing something back, there's marketing involved. You have tons of money that's getting spent on a game getting released at a certain time, and then it gets delayed and whatever, you know? But it's that's that's the frustrating part of how things are today is because back then, there's a reason Nintendo's process is flawless. There's a reason they make brilliant games. And it's because they took the time to. They went through a QA process. They go they they tear down bad parts of their game and they remake them. And that's why that's why you see so many of their own games. Even if it's oh god, another Mario. Yeah, it's not getting a 9.5 because it says Mario. It's getting a 9.5 because they're the best in the business. And part of that is their QA. It's the polish, it's the care, it's the love they put into a game. You look at you look at uh like the naughty dog process and how they've come under so much fire because they're a bunch of maniacs that work 14 hours a day. Like I read about them and, and the story it's so, it's so weird because the story is like, Oh, look at how they abuse their workers. And all I'm reading about that story is, is I'm like, Oh, look at how naughty dog and DNVR have so much in common <laughs> Where it's driven by a bunch of psychotic, passionate people that want to do this all day long. This is what yeah. they think about. This is what they care about. This that's all they want to do. And when you don't have a company that acts like that, when you're and you have EA, you know, and they're they're in charge of it, and they're saying, "Oh, your game's not done." It's all about the dollar to them. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, I and then say, that's there, the there activism some real in problems in the video game industry of, of people overworking. And I, I don't oh, know the, the naughty. Hundred percent. I know, dude. And I know you know that. Yeah, yeah. I, I know you know the the real real issues out there of it. Like, and and that causes problems too. Again, the deadlines and the we got to yeah. make that, and we can't delay. And it's like, bro, just make a good game. Take the time. Let your people eat and have a coffee break and make a quality game. Hundred percent. With that, and we're and we're good, right? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't want anybody to think that we're, right. we're, no, no, we're no, like no. a that, laborers at DNVR. I wanted we to make get, sure that people knew that you, yeah, what you. We meant. all, we all take <laughs> vacations and we all That's get right. breaks, and none of us has ever been told no. Right, it's, it's just that t- our natural to to play video games. So our natural but, engine is go, 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 it, work, work, work. Totally, like, and you see that quality hopefully in the. AJ price. had to tell me to take time off, and I was like, okay, but can I take less time off though? I <laughs> straight up, this is an actual conversation that happened. I said, do you want ten days off? Yeah. Imagine your boss coming to you tomorrow and saying, would you like ten days off? No strings attached. Still gonna get yeah. paid. Not like no problems, right? And he was like, "That's way too many." It's like, <laughs> give me, give me three or four, and then I got. I've been working on some stuff. I got to finish. Like, yeah, well, and yeah, like, yeah, so yeah, he yeah, took yeah, his like, time yeah. off, and then I was going to go on vacation immediately after. But then Abs Training Camp started, and so I was like, "Yep, there that went." I'm not gonna not be in the middle of all this. Sorry. So all of this said anyway. about the trappings and and the. The difficulties of it all. Make still, good games, punks. Still, ain't none of the three of us over it at this point getting hyped for the next big video game thing. Ain't none of us over it as much as we've been hurt before in the past, as much as we know what the video game industry does and is doing lately and the way things have changed. And so, fellas, what's the thing? What is the most hyped future? Is it, is it a game, a system? A, a, an age of gaming you think is in front of us what is the most hype future moment in these next couple of years for you in gaming oh i was not in the next couple of years but eventually full dive vr is gonna blow the world's mind but I'm, that, I'm so that might not even be in my lifetime like <laughs> I uh, I think we're um, we've talked about this a little bit before on the podcast. I think I'm very excited for the advancements in VR, and I know there's a long way to go, but there are some experiences right now, and that Resident Evil shit is <laughs> twisted. There's some good VR experiences right now, uh, great ones maybe around the corner. Like you said, full dive. We'll you know that's that's gonna take some time, but. I'm with you. I'm very excited about that. Um, I mean, 2020, as much of a fiasco as it is in the real world, in the video game world, it's phenomenal. Yeah. It's already been amazing. I mean, I got to play Ghost of Tsushima. I have to play like Final Fantasy VII and Animal Crossing coming out at the same time as like, right. You know, like that alone would have been a great year. Incredible. But, uh, Marvel's Avengers is coming out on September 4th, uh, and mm-hmm. it actually looks good. Uh, it looks it's it looks fun. I'm very excited for it. It's five years late, but you know, still, yeah. Hey, if you make a good game, I'm not going to get upset about the timing of it. Yeah. Um, I also um, so many nothing official, but. A Mass Effect uh, trilogy yeah. remaster is 
if it's not coming this year, it's a hundred percent in the works. There's just too there's there are too many details about it for it to just not exist that that have been leaked already by people. Yeah. So um, that's that's obviously going to be amazing for me, where I will end my life and sink into that. Uh, I will most definitely. I promise. I promise you. If I have the internet to do it, because I don't know what my living situation will look like, as that is now in flux, uh, I will stream that when I when that comes out, all of them. Yeah, buddy. I will. The, that will be like twenty four hour streams, just me sitting there, <laughs> scanning straight, planets planet. for minerals, looking, um, looking like I haven't slept in three days. Yeah. And Diablo I mean, Four, obviously. Sure. Sure. Shadowlands Q four this year as well. Uh, I mean. You know I'm there. Yeah. What are, what are the other big ones? Yeah, I mean all, all of that stuff. I'm, Diablo I'm, two remaster. Yeah. When are the Tony Hawk remasters coming out? Good question. Yeah, that is a good question. I was so mad when they were released because I was already enjoying my gaming experiences, <laughs> but too much stuff to do. It was, dude. Since oh. September fourth here, so there we go. Got Same day as Avengers. Still, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be a good finish to. Oh, and uh, Cyberpunk may still come out yeah. this year. Sometime. That Eventually. looks amazing. Uh, but again, if you have sure. to delay it to make it, uh, AJ's not as into it. That's fine. I'm I'm into it. Uh, but it, it's been delayed a couple of times. And like we were saying earlier, don't force it. Yeah, I delay it a little for like, dude. <laughs> Finish on the just the concept and the, the the scope of it. Make it look like what it looks like it, or make it be what it looks like it is. I look I look at delays as a positive thing now because they tried yeah. to delay Mass Effect Andromeda and they went Bioware went nah. EA of all publishers said, "Do you need six more months?" And they were like, "No, no, we're good, we're good." And that it came out with those broken <laughs> facial animations, which they fixed two weeks later. And if you know anything, there's no way. That they got that done in two weeks. They had already, they knew it was a problem and they were already working on fixing it. Yeah. And it was just like, why did you take the six months? So if the game's going to get delayed, I'm like, look, that just means the developer cares. The publisher is okay with the fact that it's getting pushed back and that, hey, they're going to have to spend that marketing money later. Whatever. The game is worse by being delayed. Like, well, you, you say that and then. Duke Nukem was, Zero. Duke, I was gonna say Duke Nukem Forever or whatever. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, uh, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. That game essentially got canceled and completely. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's fair. That game was like it was like canceled and then picked up like five years down the road, and it was just like eh, let's just finish this and release it. And Duke Nukem fans are suckers. We'll we'll get their money. They got my money. Well played. Straight up, bring back Turok. All right. Anyway, oh, oh, Turok. Yes. Did I, okay. <laughs> that wasn't the reaction. All right. Let's go, dude. dude bring back Turok, dude. I love dinosaurs. Nothing Come on. Makes me matter than getting my brain bored out by that mind borer gun, dude. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can we get Eric to put that on a shirt? <laughs> All right. I think that's going to have to, I don't think we're going to do any better than that. I think that's peak of the show and we just got to get out of here now. That's the end of it. Thanks everybody for hanging out and talking with us today. Oh yeah. Last of us two is delayed multiple times and there's like a 94 on Metacritic right now. 
It's been a great year for gaming. It looks like it'll continue to be. So hang out with us. Keep joining us for these. Uh, typically on Thursdays, like you said, we're trying to make sure we can uh, get them in. We'll figure it out as all of our seasons return. But make sure you're following DNVR Gaming on Twitter, that you're giving the podcast a subscribe, that you follow the Twitch channel. We're going to be playing some Chell tonight. Uh, that's right. If uh, if you're wondering yeah, Bruno, what get out of here. you got to get on the road. That's right. That's right. First, probably closer to 6.30 than 6. Okay. So looking at that for, uh, yeah, we're going to be playing uh, the three of us, and uh, hopefully several of you out there will be joining us for some uh, video game hockey where we all get to play our own individual characters, work as a team, maybe, uh, <laughs> and try to win ourselves some digital hockey. And as Look, always, we will definitely course, work as a team. Oh, yeah. How, how oh, yeah. well that works. Will it be a good team? We'll see. <laughs> the, the quality of that work is to be determined, but we will work as a team. That's right. That's right. Uh, so, again, as always, make sure that you've got WGT Golf downloaded from DNVR Golf, totally, or DNVRGolf.com, totally for free on your phone and computer. We really appreciate everyone hanging out with us for today. Thank you all, and we will see you next time.